Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the Tropical Chevrolet Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM560, FM99.9, HD2, The Joe, WQAM, and streaming on the Odyssey app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers are top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zach and the Nose. All right, folks, hour number two. Look at us hitting it. I mean, Len would be super pumped. We are back at seven on the dot. It's going to be the first time in the history of anyone that's ever worked with or for the Joe Rose show to hit the top of the hour like we have. And I was talking too much and now it's seven to one. So I blew well, it. Danny Garcia doesn't mess around. Right. That's he's a professional. That's yeah, it. He's a professional and I'm not. Relax. You know, so that's I'm what it is. I'm good, right. you know. Right. So Garcia's back there at the Odyssey compound. The Nose and myself, Zach and the Nose here in the Krantz compound in Davie, hour number one of the books, hour number two, by the way, coming up right now. Very excited because normally, yeah, we'll talk running backs, we'll talk wide receivers, we'll talk tight ends, which are usually some of the sexiest positions. Quarterback is a hot topic every single year, especially like we ended the last hour talking about the Mahomes of the world and the Lamars of the world and Kyler Murray's. We even talked about Tannehill a little bit. You poked a little Brady in there at one point during that hour too. But I really want to get to this quarterback discussion that me and you were discussing on the phone, and now you put your your top ten or top eleven. It looks like you have your list together. So I want to get to that, but let's get it. Let's get into the quarterback position a little bit more. If you want to text on the show, by the way, 305-567-0560. We will get into this quarterback discussion. We'll answer some of your text messages, and I'm assuming at some point, like a stuffed sandwich, nose is going to get his nose pick of the year in here at some point. You're darn right. I'm going to. You you, you smelt it, didn't I you? I can smell it. Let's do this. So let's do. So let's talk quarterbacks. Nose, tell me a little bit about what the quarterback position kind of means to people this year, what it should mean to people, what to do, where to pick guys, and honestly, who's your top 10 or 11? Well, I have a top 11, okay? There's no, it's a clean cut top 11. So if you're in a 10-team league, as we've discussed, you could wait for a long time, okay? Because someone has to take a second quarterback before they get to one. So if you're in a 10-team league, one quarterback, more than ever, I want you to go 3-3-1 strategy or even go 4-4-1 because you have probably a simple league, 10 teams, and I'm telling you, there are 11 elite fantasy quarterbacks, okay? But as we discussed last segment, number one, Patrick Mahomes. I don't want you to take him. I think... I can't remember the last, well, I could remember the last time when he was a rookie and or the second year because he only played one game in his rookie year. But that one year that he blew up and people took him in the 15th and 16th round, that's when he won fantasy championships. To take him in the second round, you're probably not going to win your fantasy championship. And I know a lot of people are set, listening to this and saying, what is this nose talking about? I know what I'm talking about, okay? It's too early and there are too many studs. So number one, Mahomes. Number two. Josh Allen, stud again. Number three, Dak Prescott. Yes, I have, I have Dak Prescott that high. As long as he is as healthy as I am reading, there's a shoulder problem, but I'm not worried about that. His foot went the other way last year. I'm actually not worried about that too. Last year, when he played, he was the number one quarterback by far before his injury. And I happen to love him. I love the weapons around him. We'll talk about my... Slight obsession with C.D. Lamb. Right, right. Well, I, that's, I wanted to cut you off there and say Amari Cooper back and healthy, C.D. Lamb. Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup, Zeke. Like, they even, have an offense. Yeah, even their tight end, Blake Jarwin, I think right. is going to be pretty sneaky good too. That's a great offense, and Dak Prescott knows how to run it. Uh, so that's why I have him, and he could run the ball if he needs to. Right. Uh, I, I, let me tell you something. I heard something maybe today or yesterday on national radio talking about – the fact that before Dak got hurt, he was on pace. Now, the pace he was on was absolutely ridiculous. Silly. He was on pace for 7,000 yards passing last season. Would he have gotten to it? No, I don't think so. 
But the whole point is you have to go by mathematics. And if a guy gets hurt in game two and he's thrown for 450 yards a game in those first two games, you have to go by that. This guy was on pace for 7,000 yards and like 62 touchdowns last year. It was ridiculous. Yeah, he was amazing. And it was really sad to actually see him go down like that. Uh, but yeah, Dak, Dak Prescott is being underlooked. And um, he's a player that could be the sixth, seventh quarterback off the board. And if he is there in that range of the seventh and eighth overall round pick, I, I love him. No doubt, I love him. Uh, Kyler Murray is the number four. Again, just could use his legs. Do you see this? Mahomes is in his own world. But Josh Allen could use his legs. Dak Prescott could lose his legs. Kyler Murray, number five. Lamar Jackson. Now, Lamar had a little bit of an off year last year. Uh, I fully expect him to be A-OK. Two years ago, MVP season. uh, He runs the ball. He could take it and go 50 yards in his sleep. He needs better weapons, and maybe Sammy Watkins could be that player. And he needs Hollywood uh, Brown to be just more explosive and stay healthy. But overall, Lamar Jackson, you know what you're getting there. And number six... The rookie from last year that take, took on a storm, Justin no. Herbert. Ah. What's wrong? Oh, because you say Justin Herbert in Miami and people cringe. Oh, but, right. But uh, uh, yeah. on, on a side note, and I'll try to say this you know, uh, as low as I can, I picked up Justin Herbert in week three last year and I won the championship in my league. Thanks, Justin. Justin. <laughs> Listen, Tua's going to be fine, everybody. All right? Let's not talk about it. Let's uh, just keep going. <laughs> But So number six is Justin Herbert. Keenan Allen, amazing rapport. That guy throws the ball like crazy. I expect him to have as many 300-plus yard games as most quarterbacks out there not named Patrick Mahomes. And then there's number seven. Announcement. The nose pick of the year is coming in at number seven. Ladies and gentlemen, first time ever have done it. My first year, Aaron Jones. Second year, Radio Raheem. This third year of the Zack in the Nose, the first time ever a quarterback has been taken. It's taken me a long time to get to this. I'm scared. And, and a lot of you are going to be like, what is he talking about? But Jalen Hurts Whoa. is the nose pick of the year. Wow. Thank you. The big reveal has been done. Guys, my obsession with Jalen Hurts, it's finally good to get this out on the airwaves. I feel I've never been more confident about a strategy. So now here we go. The overall picture. I want you taking three running backs. I want you taking three wide receivers. I even want you maybe taking a tight end because Jalen Hurts might be ranked seventh on my list, but he's ranked right now, Zach, 12th overall QB, wow. okay? Wow. So why do I have him as the player of the year? Why am I putting all of my eggs in one basket in Jalen Hurts? Well, let me explain to you why. Last year, in his last four games being a starter, he was an absolute fantasy star. Let's remember, last year, he had no offensive stars. Like, none. He had a horrible offensive line, and he had a lame duck coach who obviously is not there anymore. But now let's move forward, all right? He has a much improved offensive line. And he's been given the keys to this team. And it is my belief that the Bama pedigree, if being a winner, is just going to go into the NFL. He's got a new weapon. And oh, do I love Devonta Smith. You have Dallas Goder. You have Zach Ertz, who uh, maybe he's got some gas left. And I love Jalen Rager. You have a young team, and they're going to throw the ball like an absolute crazy. Okay? On top of it, this guy is going to run the ball for about 50 to 60 yards a game. He's going to have rushing touchdowns, and there's going to be games where he's going against the Dallas Cowboys, some of the worst defenses. The defenses in his division outside of the Washington Redskins are pretty atrocious. The Giants, I'm sorry, you're not there yet. So overall, this is my player. I know it, and I'm going out there to say that Jalen Hurts is going to be a top five fantasy quarterback this year, and you're going to get the value of a top five quarterback, but you could wait until rounds nine through 11 based on how quarterbacks are going in your draft. Hurts so good. Wow. The nose pick of the year. Uh, I want to go to Garcia for a second here uh, because he didn't know either. So Garcia, what do you think about the nose pick of the year there, buddy? Oh, I absolutely oh, love it. And I'm right. I, and I'm right in lockstep with him. Okay. So wow. You got a draft this week. And when we're on the air next week, I expect to hear that Jalen Hurts is your quarterback. Now, now I'll, I'll give you set- one better. I'm actually taking Jalen Hurts, and my coverage is going to be Tua. 
Wow. Okay. Wow. I, they, By the way, side note, uh, before when I said Justin Herbert was my quarterback in the championship game, it's a two-quarterback league. Jalen Hurts was my other quarterback. Well, would you look at that? Did you win your league? Uh, yeah, that was the big money league. Yep. Did he have 344 yards in the air and 105 yards on the ground in one game against Dallas, like in the fantasy semifinals? The answer is yes. Hold on, let me let me count my money and make sure that that's right. <laughs> All right, keep going. Nose pick of the year is in. We'll post it. It's going to be exciting. I'm excited for Jalen Hurts, but we still got more quarterbacks to talk about. Who's number eight? I don't want to talk about anybody else, but we'll keep going. Aaron Rodgers is number eight. Russell Wilson is number nine. He's running the ball a lot less right now. He still has a great, great weapon in Metcalf and Lockett. But Russell Wilson, I have is taking a step down. Wait, but- stop there. Stop there. I want to go back to Aaron Rodgers for a second while you keep going. 48 touchdowns, five interceptions last year. MVP going into a year where this is it in Green Bay. He's done. He's going to be done. He's going to want He wants to get to the promised land with Green Bay to shove it up there. You know what? Before he walks out of Wisconsin. Do you expect a year like he had last year? 48 touchdowns, no. five interceptions. It's almost unprecedented how a quarterback goes almost 10 to 1 touchdown to interception ratio. But he was basically there last year. Do you expect anything close to that this year? Close, sure. I mean, Devontae Adams is unstoppable. They could put two guys on him and he'll still get him the ball. But last year was just an insane year. But again, if you pay attention to fantasy, last year, believe it or not, was an anomaly for him because the two years prior to that, he was nowhere near a top five quarterback. And then all of a sudden, listen, if you follow that guy, he's quite strange and moody. Um, Do I think he's going to have a good year? Is he in my top 11? Absolutely. Of course, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, all the good stuff. But he's, uh, right now, I just don't see him replicating 48. Well, that's hard. 48 and 5, come on. I mean, that's ridiculous. Look, I I like him a lot. Don't get me wrong. If Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback in a one-quarterback or two-quarterback system, I'm not upset with you. Right. That's why he's in my top 11. Uh, Russell Wilson, as we discussed, number 9. Tom Brady, number 10. Now, why is Tom Brady number 10 and not higher? Tom Brady is not going to run more for maybe than 15 yards where all these other guys are going to put up. Man, I cannot tell you. I've done the analysis. If a quarterback rushes for 300 to 500 yards, that is a lot of points that Tom Brady, for example, is not going to get. Aaron Rodgers still somehow sneakily gets some rushing yards, but um, Tom Brady still has Mike Evans. He still has Chris Godwin. He's got Antonio Brown. It's just weapons after weapons after weapons. So he is, again, similar feel to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is a bit more of a gunslinger, but Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, I expect mother time to get there to them at some point and that's why they're always now they're on the back side of my top 11 okay but i still have them ahead of number 11 ryan Tannehill. and then so you got mahomes allen prescott murray lamar jackson justin herbert the nose pick of the year in jalen hurts aaron Rodgers, russell wilson tom brady and ryan Tannehill. and quite honestly I don't, I, you got to have one of those guys, okay? And to even go further with the strategy, I want you to draft Jalen Hurts. I need you to draft Jalen Hurts. And then for your backups, I want you to have either Trey Lance or Justin Fields on your roster. Because if something goes wrong with Jalen Hurts, and if it's a huge nosebleed, Trey Lance and or Justin Fields are going to be starting in the NFL, and they know how to use their legs, and that's what they're comfortable with. And they have playmakers as well. So have those guys as your backup. And I promise you, if you have Jalen Hurts and one of Lance or Fields, you're covered at quarterback. I couldn't be any more confident of it. So wait. on. Do not take those top guys. Wait on Jalen Hurts and grab him. And then with your stud running backs and stud wide receivers, you're going to walk away with a gorgeous team. And you're going to have a great fantasy year. By the way, guys, I just got a call into the studio here um, from Father Time, and he's very upset about the misrepresentation by the nose. Right. Did nose said mother time, right? Yes, he did. Okay, just want to make sure. Very upset. That, upset. that right. is that is. Perfect. You mess up, nose, and I get Father Time calling and yelling at me, okay? Right. I use words that don't make sense. Right. I make up words, and you know what? I deserve to be called out. But you understood what I meant, and that's the most important part. We did. Right. We did. But but I'm glad Garcia's on the same I got called out. Right. I got I got to take it like that. That was perfect. All right, let's go over that quarterback list one more time. Number one, Pat Mahomes. Number two, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, three, Kyler Murray, four, Lamar Jackson, five, Justin Herbert, six, the nose pick of the year, number seven, Jalen Hurts, which, by the way, in the middle of that segment, 
My brother asked me if Lincoln Riley took over as the coach at Philadelphia for that to be Jalen Hurts as the nose pick of the year. Aaron Rodgers at 8, Russell Wilson 9, Tom Brady 10, and Ryan Tannehill at 11. That is our quarterback list for you. Not top 10. We don't do top 10 like regular people. We do top 11. Hey, there was a top 11. So again, the very simple strategy. If you're in a 10-team league, you're in pretty good shape. Wait on the quarterback. If you're in a 12-team league, don't be the person to take the 12th quarterback. Jalen Hurts, man. Jalen Hurts. I could talk about him all day. I I watched a star. I watched a guy that got benched for Tua in college, came back in the semifinal game, won for Bama, then got benched again, and it didn't hurt him. He only made him stronger. This guy is ready for the moment. And he'll also know... First read there, gone. If it's second read is gone, he's going to use his legs. And that's the key. I am all about quarterbacks that run. And so that's why Jalen Hurts has inched his way. And I am all in. All in. I like it. I like. I want to ask you real quickly before we go to a break about two quarterbacks that were not on your list that in the past years were right up there at the top. We're not in the top three or four, but probably would have made the top ten. And, by the way, they got traded for each other in the offseason. Jared Goff. And Matthew Stafford. We talked about Stafford a little bit before. And Jared Goff now, uh, unfortunately for him, uh, he lives and breathes now in Detroit with that Lions team. And Dan Campbell, who you know wants to take bites out of like people's necks or whatever he does there. I have no idea. But those two guys in recent years, uh, not too long ago, in the last two or three years, both guys probably would have cracked your top ten, maybe even your top eight. Goff is un uh, what's the word undraftable as right. far as I'm concerned. I have no interest in Goff. I have very little interest in the Detroit Lions team in total. The only person I would be drafting on the Lions, for my taste, would be T.J. Hawkinson as a tight end because we waited. We you know we didn't just go with the trend and start right. taking them. If later on in the draft, if Hawkinson's there, I think that Goff might use him. But other than that, Goff, there's a reason why he got sent away. Uh, not so good. And then the other one is Stafford, correct? Is that who you were saying? Yeah, yeah. The guys are going to trade for each other basically in the offseason. They sure did. Uh, Stafford is a little bit of the unknown. He is a gunslinger. My negatives with him is that he doesn't run the ball at all, so he's going to have zero points on the running front. And as if you start noticing, most, you know, at least half the quarterbacks right now, or even more, can get you yardage on the ground. He doesn't, but I... Listen, I'm hearing great things about his training camp. If you take Stafford to be your backup and he ends up blowing up, I have no problem with it. But they don't have that big, big time wide receiver. Robert Woods is great. And Cooper Cup, are they're really good, but they're not huge home run players. So I don't see huge 300 plus yard games for him and four touchdowns like back in the day when he had Megatron. Yep. And Cam, and now what, uh, Akers now out for the... Uh... The Rams also for the year, Cam Akers, that's a tough one. Even with Sonny Michelle going there, lose a lot of that running game for Matt Stafford. A lot on Daryl Henderson. Right, a lot on Daryl Henderson there. All right, that's going to do it for this first segment. We'll come back here in the second segment of the 7 o'clock hour, and we're going to get to the way-too-early sniff test for your drafts, which I love. I'm very excited for this segment coming up. As we always do during these shows during the season, we give you a bunch of players that pass the sniff test and a bunch of players that fail the sniff test. This is draft strategy sniff test that is coming up. And I did not forget about your text messages. We totally neglected it here in this first segment because I had to get to the nose pick of the year. Otherwise, I would have been kicked. A quarterback. Hard. I did it. And it was a damn quarterback. Wasn't Radio Raheem. You weren't expecting I that. I was not yeah, no. expecting it's Jalen Hurts. And I like it. That's what you're getting here on the show. You don't get a top 10, you get a top 11. And when you get ballsy <laughs> picks, you don't get the random picks like you're going to see on most of these websites. This is Zach and the Nose's Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by the great people at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Tell Danny, the GM, that Zach and the Nose sent you. He'll get you out of there quick and give you a bag of popcorn, too, which he made himself with the special butter on top, too. It's really good, also. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back with a sniff test right after this. Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach in the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. All right, back here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads to Tropical Chevrolet there in Miami Shores. We have a lot of text messages to get to as well. Um... 305-567-0560. 
Uh, let's see what we got here. I'm going to start this one up. This is uh, pretty generic, this one right here. 12-team league, 7th pick overall. Who should I target? So, go by your strategy nose. 12 teams in the league, 7th pick overall. Who are the two or three guys you should be targeting at this point? It's a great question, so let's talk about it. Because really, in my opinion, there's a top five overall. If you're talking about the original strategy, top five running backs overall. We've gone through them. It's McCaffrey, Cook, Kamara, Henry, and I have Ezekiel Elliott. That's my top five. I have taken Saquon Barkley, and I've thrown him out. We'll talk about that more in a moment of why I'm not taking that risk. So you're now at a point. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna shoot you straight. It gets a little dicier after. Of course, that. right. It depends on your league. It depends on the people in your league. In a full PPR league with the seventh overall pick, I am not upset if you go ahead and take Devontae Adams. Okay, but if you're gonna go with a running back, your choices start to get into that Austin Ekelar, or we call it on the show AA Ron Ekelar. You're looking at Aaron Jones, AA Ron Aaron Jones. And Jonathan Taylor. Now, I happen to like Jonathan Taylor a lot. And again, that's about to be discussed because I know my segments. But um, overall, if you are not happy with one of those running backs I just said, go ahead and take the number one wide receiver on the board. And that's a no-brainer Devontae Adams, okay? They're in it for one more year in in Green Bay, as you said, together. That's going to be a connection that's going to happen. So overall... Seventh pick, I would go with Devontae Adams if you don't like the running backs I just said. And then in the second round and the third round, best available running backs, no questions asked. I'm going to read this one even though it has absolutely zero to do with our fantasy show and someone texted the wrong number. So I'm going to read this anyway because that's what happens here on the show. Let's have it. Uh, Good afternoon. I'm the listing agent for 5168 Arbor Glen Circle. There's no guard gates. It's a zero lot line. The fence to the backyard uh, to the backyard is open. Please knock on the door. My recommendation would be to preview the property on the county appraiser website. Please let me know if you have anything else. I'm on my way after the show to 5168 Arbor Glen Circle. And, uh, you know, if there's nobody living there, I might have a nice little place to hang out for a while. What's it called when someone doesn't live in the house and you could just go in there? and? That would be squatters. Squatters, right? right. I wasn't coming up with that, Garcia. There's no way knows to do with that one. Right. I mean, I... That's really why we need you, and you are sort of the heart of the show in many ways. Right. Like Garcia's here. Like, like literally, I don't even see Garcia, and he knew what I was talking Can about. Can we respond back to this guy? And yeah, not... I'm going to write him back okay. and tell him, you know, what, what's the best offer he's got. No, just before. tell him we're on our way or something. Right. right. Okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> Listen, you got to call your brother. Let's call, let's call Josh your brother there, Zach, and let's uh, get the kegs over there, bro. Come on. It's right. the house. Let's, let's do it. Uh, listen, Josh is ready to go. He's listening the whole time. My dad is also, so he'll bring the, the real good booze. Uh, eighth pick, Keeper League. Kept Henderson in the 15th round. Well done there. Uh, should I still go running back and then wide receiver? Nose, what do you got? Again, it's the same concept. I, I, I would love for you in your first three picks to have two running backs and a wide receiver. So as your draft comes along, and maybe at that point, Devontae Adams and uh, possibly at that point, Tyreek Hill could be off the board based off of your keeper leagues. If that is a case, then... Uh, you know, you could go with a Stefan Diggs and be just totally fine there. Right. Uh, but again, I would go with Jonathan Taylor if he is there with the eighth overall pick. And I'm obsessed with him this year. So uh, Jonathan Taylor would be my recommendation to you. But in your, again, it's based on your league. If you think that the value is that wide receiver there, take the value. But then come back and cover your butt and get yourself another running back. Raph in Miami texted back in. I agree with you too. He goes, in my opinion, what a shocker by the nose. For the nose pick of the year. Listen, Jalen Hurts. I'm not here to go ahead and tell you a player you guys already know and expect. I like to go out there on a limb. I'll never recover from the amazingness that was the Aaron Jones pick. The guy was going in seventh and eighth rounds of drafts and he finished top three in the league. I think I should have just retired after that. (laughs) But, uh, and Radio Raheem last year started his first three games as the number one running back, and then, unfortunately, he went down. Didn't he have, like, a 90-yard run in his first play from scrimmage? 80-yard 80 80 right, right. wheel route to oh. the house. You should have seen what I was doing in my house. My wife was scared, as she should have been. Right. I was running around like a crazy person. A uh, couple more texts here before we get to the sniff test coming up. By the way, I believe the sniff test is going to take us all the way to the end of the show at this point because it's going to be perfect. So if you got more text messages, just send them in at this point. Like I said... 
information and entertainment. That's what we're here for at this point. We're having a good time, even with the house that someone's going to go squat on at this point. Uh, my brother even just texted me and said, no way that house doesn't get robbed later now that we gave that address out. Right. So, yeah. So, good luck with that. I'm not giving the address out again. If you heard it the first time, good for you. Uh, go squat and see what happens. Uh, Stevie, Stevie Meatballs, my boy Vento, texted in again. What other players at other positions besides quarterback have been dropping in drafts that you feel the idiot, I like this, peon masses are all wrong about? And we can pick up as steals this year. So can you help me out with that? Can, uh, what can I'm you getting speak from Vento? That is, yeah. Okay, I'll speak Vento for you. I'll, I'll dissect this a little for you. So what other players at other positions besides quarterback have been dropping in drafts? So in the case of, like you said before, like when the tight end stuff happens and all of a sudden Kelsey goes, someone gets nervous and drafts Kittle, then all of a sudden someone drafts Waller. And then you're like, whoa, I need to get Andrews or Kyle Pitts right now. Otherwise, I'm not going to get a tight end. Is there another kind of position you see when the run starts that you don't necessarily have to jump on the run like it's a fire in your house, but you should still obviously be worried about this? I'm going to be honest because he said quarterback here. I would say quarterback would probably be that other one. Tight ends first for me if I had to answer that question. If I was the expert on the show, which I'm not, I would say tight end first because I think people do get nervous. When, if like you said, if you're in a 12-team league or 10, I'm in a 10-team league, my big money league, and all of a sudden, ninth overall is Kelsey. Someone gets nervous, the 10, 11, the 12, the 13 picks. Oh, that's awful. And all of a sudden yeah. starts going, uh, all right, well, I'm going to take I'm gonna take Kittle. And then, oh, I'm going to take Waller. And then Mark Andrews goes 25 picks before he should. I think that's really quarterback. I think the answer to that, and I think he even answered that. Vento, I think you answered it yourself because you said besides quarterback. But I'm going to say if tight ends one, quarterback's got to be two. Correct, because there's no such thing as a run in running backs and wide receivers. I just want you right. picking them like right. crazy. But uh, one of the no's commandments and one I really firmly believe in is that the amateur, the person who goes into a draft who's unsure of himself, sees a run and then jumps in on the run in the middle of it. And that's the worst you could do. You want to be the first to take that tight end or wait, 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 and take a guy later that I think, again, that could have a good year. Uh, again, the, the name I'm coming up with right now is Janu Smith right now for the New England Patriots. He's a player that has unlimited amount of athletic ability, and he's going into an offense that features a tight end, okay? And he's going to get the ball. So he's a player who I believe could creep into your top seven overall tight ends, and you could take him in round 13 right. versus round two or three because you're freaking out because you need Mark Andrews. Okay, so you don't want to be doing – don't be that guy. Right. Start or end a trend. I think realistically, you could just end any of these sentences that you're saying with just don't be that guy, and it works. Like, just don't be that guy. Don't be the don't be the guy that gets scared in the beginning when Mahomes is off the board and Allen's off the board and Kyler Murray goes off the board and you're freaking out and it's the end of the first round or all of a sudden the beginning of the second round and you go, oh, I got to get Lamar Jackson here. Don't be that oh, guy. Such an wow. Idiot. You're an idiot. Right. Don't be that guy. Oh, wait. Vento texted back in. Let me see. Uh, no, 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 Zach. You talked about the quarterbacks that people are sleeping on already. I want other positions that people are sleeping on and are wrong about that will kick ass this year. Hmm. So he's asking for a couple sleepers. We'll get into that with the the sniff test coming up, and we'll give you a couple of the good answers. You want? I'll on give you test. one. Oh. It, it matches to the nose pick of the year. I think Jalen Rager, okay, is a very, very good wide receiver and one that's going to have a good year. And one of my favorite players, and you're going to help finish this. Let's see if Zach. Is ready for it. Ooh. Brandon. Oh, no. No, you're going to do it. You're not going to do it. I put you on the spot, and you couldn't do it. I can do it. I can do it. Do it. Brandon. Uh, you can. Oh, no. I, I failed. I, I, I might quit the show. I failed. I'm so upset right now. Not only did Garcia get it, but he had the soundbite ready. I'm so sick to my stomach right now that you forgot Brandon. Let's do that Iger. again. Let's do that again. Okay. So one of the breakout players that I love this year, Zach, yeah, yeah. is a kid who is talented and his name is Brandon. Ayuk! Love that guy. So he's a player that I think could be a wide receiver two and is being drafted closer wide receiver three, wide receiver four. I can't believe I dropped the ball. I'm done. Take that out of the podcast. Uh, let's go to a couple more text messages here. 305-567-0560. I failed in week one. Thank God it's still the preseason for us also. Uh, you, you're making me sick to my I, stomach. I'm, I feel sick to my stomach. You're on the right bubble, show. Zach. Oh, that man. was our thing, man. God. That was our thing. God. I did get a little can void earlier. You did. I did. You right? did. Oh, in, you str- in stride. Right. Like yeah. it was nothing. Right. 
Um, is there any chance that Antonio Gibson is a top five points producer this year? He, this guy took Antonio Gibson with a fourth overall pick. You're, little ballsy. It's ballsy, ballsy. Ballsy slash moronic. But I, hey, you're here. You let us know. You had the balls to tell us. Do I, I love Antonio Gibson. Don't get me wrong. I, I like him a lot, but I think you could have possibly had him in the second round. That's my problem with that pick. You could have gone with Derrick Henry probably right, or right. Kamara if Henry was right. gone. And then, you know, every pick, that's the excitement of the draft is you had a guy you wanted and you wait until the second round and then... Hopefully you got him. But so do I think he could be top five? I think he could be top eight. Oh, I like this one. This one's good. Tenth pick in a 10-team league. Running back, running back, or running back wide receiver? I go running back, running back, and I'm going with Aaron Jones and Jonathan Taylor to Ooh, be that's, spe- that's nice. to be nasty and specific. And if one of them's gone, I'm going with Nick Chubb. How's that for decisiveness? At the 10th pick in a 10-team league, it is, in my opinion, that your wide receivers on that next swing are going to be very tasty. So that's where you go. Get yourself some young running backs who are going to get the carries. They're going to get the, the large majority of the action. Because if you wait for running back for that next wrap, uh, it is a much lesser talented pool. Then you're looking at you know the Daryl Henderson, Mike Davis, Chris Carson types, which i rather you go and... You know, Tyreek Hill is phenomenal. Yes, he's phenomenal. Diggs is phenomenal. Right, yes. Right. But you could go and get yourself a very talented wide receiver later on. Go get yourself a Keenan Allen or a McLaurin in your next wrap, and all of a sudden you're off to uh, the races as far as I'm concerned. Well, I got, well, let me tell you, in a similar vein, I'm in the 12th yes. pick in my, my, my work league where we're at CBS4. So I'm in the 12th pick. Is that basically the same advice there at 12? Yes, it is. Absolutely the same advice. Now, I'm just telling you that if you go running back, running back, and then you come back wide receiver, wide receiver, and then you go and get yourself that Jalen Hurts about four rounds later, the construction of your team when you're done with it, you know, the, the grade you get from Yahoo or the grade you get from ESPN will be a D. I promise you that. Maybe even a D minus. But your team, and that's, by the way, a great thing when Yahoo gives you a bad grade. All my that best seasons did, aren't have bad grades. That means, right, that right. means you did great, trust me, because... If you go by Yahoo, which was the first statement I made out of here, or ESPN or CBS or any of these platforms, uh, going off at the top of that list, that's how you get good grades. That's how you have bad teams, though. So, uh, Garcia, I highly recommend you go with two running backs in that situation and then come back and go wide receiver, wide receiver, and then maybe your next wrap, a running back and a wide receiver, and then your first six picks, three and three. 305-567-0560 is the text line if you want to get in here. We have one more segment left. We're going to do the sniff test here in the last segment, and uh, we'll discuss everything. We'll go over everything with you on the text machine also if you got some more questions before your drafts are coming in. So let's take a break. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in beautiful Miami Shores. Big shout-out to Danny, the GM there uh, at Tropical Chevrolet, and the king and queen of Tropical Chevrolet, my buddies, uh, Erica and Ari. Uh, literally, without them, we wouldn't be on the air right now, so we really appreciate all they do for us. And, by the way, we do have an update if you listen to us all season last year. Uh, I did do the hot chicken wing contest with the queen of Tropical Chevrolet, and uh, I'm just going to call myself the winner. Let's take a break. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach and the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads of Tropical Chevrolet in beautiful Miami uh, Shores, Florida. It's right by the station, by the way, the Odyssey compound there. Uh, a couple miles away, only about three minutes away there. I went and saw Danny, uh, the GM there, a couple months back when I was looking for a car. And I went over there and got a bag of popcorn and left. Nobody will treat you better than Tropical Chevrolet. Right. that's it. So no. go yeah. over there. And plus, their commercial is true, by the way. I'm sure you've heard the commercial on our station a million times. Danny will literally get you in and out of there in a couple hours instead of like the six or seven you spend at normal dealer- dealerships. He will get you out of there quick because A, he knows you want a car. And B, he wants to sell you the car. And he sold me my Tahoe. That's and right. I'm obsessed with it. So sitting in my driveway right now is the nose Tahoe. So there you go, right there. All right, let's get to the sniff test, Garcia. I don't want any of the what we do regular season sounds for the sniff test. We're just going to do this all 
off the top because I know that you always you're ready. I know you're ready probably, but Who fails I, the sniff test. Right, I knew you'd be ready. This is the I, sniff test. I don't want to use any of it now. Oh. No, I know you love it. This is Garcia's his baby in the back. I get it. Right, right. We're just gonna go straight through. We're gonna read a couple texts. I have to laugh at that. We're gonna, because when once we get into the regular season, we get to that first show. Um, when it's I I believe that on the schedule it'll be the night of the Thursday night game, and it's the Buccaneers and the Cowboys to open up the season, which is a nice game there, nice fantasy game there too as well. Um, we'll we'll go into all of our normal stuff, but we're in the preseason. We're working on stuff. We're the offensive line, the three of us, and we have to work together to get into rhythm before we get into the regular season. And that's what we're doing here. Even though Garcia's in full like playoff, yeah, he's ready. I right. came in right late. You walked in sweaty. as the show was starting. You were sweaty. You ran right through my front door. I've had three different setups in this office getting ready for this show. We're in preseason mode here, not Danny. Garcia is in full, I'm ready for regular season. But with that said, let's get to the sniff test here. We got this last segment here. If you want to try to get in a text message, 305-567-0560. But let's start. I actually want to start with the running back position uh, because we did do all the quarterback stuff. And I don't even think we need to do sniff tests for quarterbacks since you already gave out your 11. We talked about guys to kind of stay away from or not. That's why I said this is the preseason. We crushed the quarterback. The quarterback situation, the quarterback conversation. You're taking Jalen Hurts and you're backing him up with Trey Lance and Justin Fields. Now let's talk about running back and wide receiver. All right, let's do it. So, as we normally do, if you're new to the show, we like to give you three, maybe four, depending on what Nose is feeling that week, players that pass the sniff test. But, with that said, there's also a couple players that are going to fail the sniff test. We're going to start with the running back position. This is all draft prep sniff test. I believe this might be new for us this year also. Well, the, the bottom line is we were using our passing the sniff test and failing the sniff right. test. These are players that I identified that you may be saying, do I draft this guy? Do I not? I have opinions, and I'm about to share them with you. All right, so let's start with that running back position. We're going to give you the first couple ones that pass the sniff test. A lot of people are scared of Jonathan Taylor at the end of the first round. So, Garcia, this is like a perfect for you. If this guy makes it to your pick at 12, because, again, not everyone is feeling him for a first-round pick overall right now. Well, I'm here to change your mind. I loved him last year. He was a player that I had major coverage. I, I wanted you to have last year. And at the end of the day, he finished in the top five overall. Okay, Last year, he had no OTAs. He had no preseason, and he was a rookie going into the COVID year, but still managed to be a top five running back. Yes, look at your last year stats. If you don't believe me, he was a top five running back in your league last year, and he was a rookie in that crazy year. So let's fast forward to this year. Their offensive line is still amazing. They're going to have to feature the run. It looks like their quarterback is going to be okay. Five to 12 weeks, and he's already back. And he's already back. Wentz is fine. Why do you guys not like him? He is an absolute bulldog. He is built like a freight train, and he was top four, five in his rookie year. What's he going to go super backwards? The answer is no, he's not. Don't be afraid of him. If you like him, I could uh, justify him as high as the seventh pick, and if he's there anywhere between eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, again, I know he's not sexy. There's like a sex appeal to a certain player. He doesn't maybe have that sex appeal, but he's going to be consistent and he's safe. And that's what you want with your first round pick. So if you're worried about Jonathan Taylor, I'm telling you not to be worried. Don't be, right. Next, we talked about this guy last segment. I love Antonio Gibson. He's another player who had a semi-breakout year last year. Listen, he only had 170 carries last year, but he got 800 yards when he got his carries. And he was a player that had another very, very good second half of the season. So, if, like, for example, you went with Devontae Adams in the first round with a seventh or eighth pick. I have absolutely no problem with you coming back with Antonio Gibson to be your wide receiver one. That guy, our texter, drafted him overall with a fourth pick. Yep. And I told you, I didn't even have this script in my front of me. I like him more in the middle of the second round. It's the perfect place for Antonio Gibson. Other players that I think are worth... I mean, I guess are good value that are not going super high. That if you need a, a running back three, Mike Davis. Remember Mike Davis last right. year in Carolina when Christian McCaffrey went down? He was 
lights out. Well, right now, he is really the only main back. He is the first and second main back in Atlanta. And uh, I think he's going to give great value. He's a player that's being slept on a little bit. Absolutely love him. Daryl Henderson has all the tools also to be a stud. He's going to be the guy there. I have zero worries about Sony Michelle being traded to uh, the Rams. If Daryl Henderson stays healthy, he's going to be perfect for that offense. That was the opportunity that came his way with Cam Akers going out for the year, which, by the way, is a huge shame because there was a very good chance Cam Akers was going to be... Total breakout. Yeah, like I had him on the nose pick of the year type list. That's why I had to go segue elsewhere. But... um, so, overall running backs, Jonathan Taylor, Antonio Gibson, Mike Davis, and Daryl Henderson are guys that, again, based on where you could take them, I really like their value. All right, let's switch to the wide receiver position because we're going to go on the still the passing of the, uh, the the sniff test at this point. So give me a couple of wide receivers you love this year that pass the sniff test. It's, it's actually amazing that I've gone an hour and 45 minutes with you and haven't mentioned the name Calvin Ridley. We have gone very far. That's right. And I, let me tell you something about Calvin Ridley. If he stays healthy, there's a chance he could be the number one wide receiver in fantasy. He is that good. I've been watching his route running online, on Twitter, wherever you guys get your, your video. I've been watching him. He looks incredible. If he's going in the late second round, and if you have one of those top three or four picks, just say, for example, you got a Derrick Henry with a fourth overall pick and you get in the second round and somehow Calvin Ridley is on the board. Stop, drop, and roll. Grab that guy. He is going to be lightning in a bottle, but he's got to stay healthy. Well, that goes along with literally every single player that we have. And then the slight obsession I have, C.D. Lamb. Love him. There's a reason, though, why everyone loves him. Right. He just oozes talent. You saw it last year. Dak, if he's healthy... C.D. Lamb becomes the wide receiver one there, and Amari Cooper becomes the wide receiver two. That's happening this year. I'm talking about a breakout type of year. I have him as a top 10 easily wide receiver. And uh, if you could get him towards the end of your third round, beginning of fourth, I love it. By the way, C.D. Lamb, a quick side note here, because I am one of the few idiots that are still watching Hard Knocks with the Dallas Cowboys. C.D. Lamb did something the other night on Hard Knocks where he's talking to Amari Cooper and asked Amari Cooper questions of how to get off the line, how to break the line. Like he was a seventh-round pick who has never played and wanted to learn from someone great. And Amari Cooper sat there and, and taught him some stuff. And he was just sitting there kind of like in awe of Amari Cooper. This kid's got superstar written all over him. And it's happening this Right, it's going to break out this year. This right? is If that Dallas offensive line could hold up, and if Dak could stay healthy... That whole offense is going crazy like it did last year. Last but not least, oh my God, I guess you can't mess this up because it's literally in front of your face. I'm so happy you didn't see this earlier. I've mentioned it before, but I love Brandon. Ayuk! Besides the fact he's just a star in the making, this is a player that Shanahan loves to get him the ball. Last year, he had covid he missed two games for that. He missed two games with an ankle injury. But when he was playing, he had four different weeks at the end of the season with over 20 points. That was, again, another situation where he was a rookie that had no OTAs, no preseason, no time to get adjusted to his quarterbacks because he had multiple last year. Brandon Ayuk is a player on the rise. So with C.D. Lamb and Brandon Ayuk... I want you to somehow manage to get one of those two players on your fantasy team. Right. Calvin Ridley and C.D. Lamb, Brandon Ayuk are the three wide receivers that passed the sniff test. All right. So we gave you all the guys that the nose thinks going to pass the sniff test. That means there's going to be some guys that fail the sniff test. Let's start with the running back position. Give me a couple of guys that fail the sniff test it's as ballsy as it gets because he is probably the most talented running back in the league in terms of just sheer strength talent and ability but do not take saquon barkley this year when last year he tore his acl that's a shame he's coming off an acl that he still is recovering from they're saying he should be ready for week one should be ready means 
they're going to at least give him four weeks to get his knee acclimated to the game, to get the speed acclimated to the game. Well, on top of that, the Giants have one of the worst offensive lines in the game, like top three worst in the game. So why are you going to grab Saquon Barkley in your first round when two of his three seasons he hasn't been able to stay healthy, they have a terrible offensive line, and quite bluntly, their quarterback hasn't proven so much where they're not going to put a lot of players in the box to right, stop him. Right. Okay, so, so Saquon Barkley has all the ability in the world to be the number one running back. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think it's too risky. And I'm saying don't be the player. You say don't be that guy. Don't, don't be, be the guy. guy. Don't be the guy who drafts Saquon Barkley early. I just don't think it's going to be what you think you're getting out of him. I highly recommend staying away. I don't trust him. That's it. Sounds about right. That's good. Next. Friends don't <laughs> it's like friends don't let friends draft Detroit Lions right, and Houston Texans. Right. That's what I've been saying. DeAndre Swift. Such a talent, good running back, going way too high right now. They got, you remember Jamal Williams from Green Bay, the backup of Aaron Jones, who was like really, really talented yeah, and got a lot of run. Well, quietly, he is now in Detroit. And quietly, or not quietly, he's going to get 10 plus carries a game as well. So DeAndre Swift is a player that a lot of people are saying, a lot of pros out there are saying has a bunch of upside, and that's going to be an offense that they ground and pound the ball. Well, I just think it's a 50 50 split. And I would prefer you, if you're going to grab somebody and you're going to make the, uh, the decision to draft a Detroit Lion, don't let it be uh, DeAndre Swift. Take Jamal Williams many, many draft picks later and watch Swift get hurt, and then you might have a starter in Jamal Williams. Right, 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 right. And last, Josh Jacobs. Completely underwhelming last year, although he finished in the top 15 because of the amount of carries he got. Well, this year they brought in Kenyon Drake. He's going to split time with Josh Jacobs. Just a player I'm overall down with. And if he gets like 60% of the carries, it's just not enough for him. He's a good player. He's not a great player. And I suggest you, again, based on Kenyon Drake coming in, that is a committee situation. And I don't recommend him because he's going right now as high as late second or early third. Don't like it. All right, let's get right to it. We only have a couple minutes left. Wide receivers that fail... The sniff test. Well, it's nice that we're against the clock because I only have two, and they're really amazing wide receivers. We discussed it earlier in the show. I do not recommend Allen Robinson. And let me be clear here. I'm a fan of that player. I'm a big fan. If you've ever listened to the show, I've loved Allen Robinson. But right now, he's got Andy Dalton throwing him the ball. And in about three weeks from the start of the season, maybe less, it's going to be Justin Fields. Justin Fields could run, and I recommend him. But I don't trust that Allen Robinson's going to get the targets and the good throws, the outside shoulder catches that Allen Robinson needs to make. I don't trust Justin Fields' accuracy enough to when you're in the playoffs that you're out starting Allen Robinson and you have Justin Fields as your quarterback, maybe in a few years from now, but not this year. So I really recommend you going with a C.D. Lamb or a Robert Woods or a Mike Evans before you go with A-Rob, strictly based off of the quarterback play. Going back to one of those nose commandments. Use logic. Who's throwing the ball to Allen Robinson? Right. The answer is, not somebody we like. All right, last one. Give it to me. Okay. Last one is Julio Jones. That's right. I do not recommend it. So we're going to break this down to where a toddler can understand Good, it. And by me. toddler, right. I mean Zach, right? right? Right, Zach, can or has Julio gone through a season in the last three or four seasons where he's been injured or not injured? Uh, he's been injured, yes. Every yes, season. Every year, yes. Zach, are the Tennessee Titans a team based around Derrick Henry? Correct, yes. Zach, is Julio Jones the best wide receiver on the Titans or uh, that is an offensive base team around Derrick Henry? No, he is not. No, that would be A.J. Brown. Right, That's right. correct. So, let's be clear here. This is a offense that is based around the run. Right. And when they're throwing the ball, Julio Jones is not the first option. It's A.J., right. Right. So, Zach, is Julio Jones a bigger name than the value he's going to give his fantasy owners? Yes. You are smart like a toddler. I know. Stay away from Julio Jones, guys. Yeah, I know he's going to be good and he'll have some good games. He's not going to play all 17 games. Oh, my God, I just said that. He did. And he's not going to be as good of a fantasy impact as the name is. He's a bigger name then the stats are going to back him up. All right, folks, that is the sniff test. That is week one of our show, Zach and the Nose Fantasy Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Nose, say goodbye to the people. Goodbye, people. We did it. Next week, we have one more week of nothing but fantasy draft strategy.
Uh, Garcia, say goodbye to the people also. We'll let you do that also right here. Boy, howdy. howdy. Okay, that's Garcia. That's the nose. I am Zach. This is Zach of the Nose Fantasy Football Show. Brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We'll be on with you all season long. Thanks to the great people at Tropical Chevrolet. One more time, Ari, Erica, and Danny, the GM. We love all of you guys. We love all of our texters out there. We love Garcia. We love the nose. We love Zach also. That sounded weird that I said that, but I did say it. We'll talk to you again next week, Thursday night, 6 o'clock, as we get you ready for the regular season of the NFL. Peace be with all of you. And I hope you do well in fantasy football this season, unless you're playing me. Speak to you next week. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 